Welcome to the Experience Taiwan Podcast. This is Jamie. This is Jason. Jamie, what's on your mind? Well, I've been thinking a lot lately about Hualien and uh, Taroko Gorge. Mm, why is that? I was fortunate enough to go to Hualien for the first time early into the into the period of my life where where I just moved to Taiwan. And up to that point, I knew nothing about it. In fact, I knew nothing about the East Coast of Taiwan. In fact, I would I would dare say that most travelers, tourists coming to Taiwan for the first time don't know about all the treasures that are located down on the east coast of Taiwan, but in particular, the Taroko Gorge. Definitely. I think uh, that's the reason why I think uh, is just because uh, it doesn't have all the tall buildings like in Taipei. It's something more like uh, a scenic nature, mountains, and uh, places that's mostly uh, not disturbed by uh, technology. I think that's a very good point. I mean, one thing's for sure, I think, for, especially for folks who have been around the island, you'll definitely notice that most of what I would say is um, mainstream civilization, industry, uh, technology, what urban centers are all pretty much all on the, the west side of the island. Yeah. One thing you notice, if you look at a map of Taiwan, you'll see a mountain range going down the middle of it. And that certainly divides the island in half. Mm -hmm. And without a doubt, the large majority of the population is on the west side. Yes, But then yes. you have the east side. And one thing you'll notice is definitely it's, I would say most of the industry is typically just agriculture. Yeah, yeah. Mostly agriculture and maybe some uh, fishery. Mm -hmm. But you'll definitely notice it's a little bit more underdeveloped uh, compared to the west coast. But what I guess where you make up for that is really the, the terms of beautiful scenery, especially a lot of that ind indigenous culture, mm -hmm. which we'll be talking about a little bit later today in yeah. terms of the Taroko tribe. So, um, Jason, have you seen Taroko Gorge? You know, yes. And I, I must say it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Just imagine the, uh, the shapes of the land, the rocks, are carved out over millions of years. And that's something I'm sure you're probably not going to see elsewhere. And you feel instantly that it's not hot just because the gorge itself. So uh, a lot of places in Taiwan, I think we hit that. We talked about that before. Summertime, you probably is not the greatest time if you are allergic to sweating. Yeah. But Hualien's actually, in the summertime, is actually not that hot. And it's actually, it's windy. There's wind. So it's comfortable. One thing I'll never forget the first time, especially that I went to Hualien, was really just the best way I can describe it is just epic scenery. In yeah. fact, to me, it really evoked some of the epic scenery that you see if you've ever seen the Lord of the Ring movies, oh, you know, yeah. that were filmed down in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. You really get some of that epic scenery. I mean, for example, literally right out of the ocean jutting up are like these 1,000 foot tall mountains and cliffs immediately shooting right out of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, and then as uh, Jason was just saying, Taroko Gorge is really, I mean, it's, it really feels like 70, maybe 70, 80 degrees steep. Yeah. You know, shooting yeah. up, all made out of marble. Yeah. Uh, it's really amazing. Yeah. And uh, just to give people an idea, Hualien is actually one of the biggest counties in Taiwan. But the population is not that big compared to Taipei. So if you've been to Taipei, just to get an idea, Taipei is about 272 square kilometers. And uh, Hualien is about 4,628. But population-wise, you know, Taipei, you got over 2 million but Hualien is only about 350,000. So like what Jamie was talking about, can you imagine the Lord of the Rings, you got these people on the hillsides that's not disturbed by uh, technology. And with the backdrop of the mountains, especially the gorges itself, you, I think you literally would just be in the movie 
uh, like the Lord of the Rings. Yes, I mean, it, it really is a special place. And in fact, it's not just us saying this. Uh, you know, for example, the Taroko Park, mm-hmm. um, it's, been, it's been selected by, for example, by England as like one of the 10 must-see travel locations in the world. Even mm-hmm. the United Nations have selected Taroko Gorge as an A-level uh, site. Mm-hmm. And even uh, the, the Times Magazine in the U.S., has uh, highly recommended people to go check this place out. So it's not just us. Don't just take our word for it. This is <laughs> yeah. also... So we're some, not biased. Yeah, yeah some world-class uh, world class people and organizations really uh, tooting the horn of Taroko Gorge. So Jason, what mm-hmm. in, in your experience, what are some of the best ways, if you want to get down the Hualien or just to see Taroko Gorge, mm-hmm. what do you think are what, what probably the best way to get down there? Well, there's multiple ways. Uh, driving definitely would be one. And the other one is to uh, take an airplane ride. But I would suggest if your time is not of a concern, driving or you can even ride a bike. I mean, for people that's traveling time one, uh, riding a motorcycle is just convenient. You literally can go everywhere. And you notice that there's a lot more motorcycles you're going to see on the streets than in uh, maybe your home country. And that's because just it's so easy uh, for people to travel. And uh, But if you want to take the airplane ride, it's also nice, but you don't get as much as the, the sightseeing that you would normally one thing that's worth noting is, yes, um, there is, I guess you could say, some main roads that go down the east coast. So, for example, it bypasses Ilan, mm-hmm. Hualien, Taitung, all the way down to the bottom of the island. Yeah. But these are not your traditional highways that you see on the west coast of Taiwan. These things are basically two-lane two lane roads that go all the way down. So, um, you're, you know, from Taipei to Hualien, you're looking at a three to five hour drive, depending on traffic situations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing, uh, uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, if you plan on driving Hualien, you got to be careful just cause, uh, since it's deep in the mountains and as I mentioned, it's not disturbed by technology a lot. So occasionally, uh, there has been incidents where, uh, rock slides. Yep. So you definitely got to be careful in certain areas. You, you are even required to wear a helmet just to let you know how uh, much preservation has been going on in the Hualien area. That's right. So um, so just as we mentioned, you can drive down. If you, have t- if you have time and you want, again, if you want flexibility to go where you want to go, driving is probably the best way. The second alternative is you can take a train. Mm-hmm. And I would, say, I would probably say other than flying, you know, taking a train is probably your fastest, most effective solution. And if you can rent a car or a scooter, then you can kind of belt around where you want locally. The yeah. third and probably untraditional, but people certainly do it, which is you can also fly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, For me personally, I think flying would, because uh, Taiwan's not really that big. So flying the airplane might last maybe about 30 minutes or so. Uh, I, I would still recommend uh, going by train. And especially since it's so convenient. I mean, uh, as we mentioned before in previous episodes, the train rides here are just, they're, they're clean. They're uh, safe. And to get big windows for you to enjoy the, the environment, the background. That's right. And especially if you're taking the train down the, the East Coast, it really is. You can really enjoy the view, whether it be. Uh, typically, it'll bring you a little bit more inland. So I, don't, I don't think you can see the ocean too often. But, you know, it'll, it, you'll be cutting through, again, some of that epic, amazing scenery. Or it's also, even if you're coming down from Yilan and mm-hmm. towards Hualien, it's more agriculture, but it's still very beautiful. Yeah. And one thing uh, people should know that it's convenient. I mean, at the major train shops i mean the train the major train uh stations they're usually abundant of uh places for you to rent motorcycle or even cars so that i mean people are concerned how they're gonna move around in the hualien because uh, i personally would recommend you have uh some kind of transportation just because uh the places are kind of spread out 
So it's not as convenient as Taipei, but uh, if you rent a bike and a car, which you can find the shops everywhere, it's it would definitely save you a lot of time. And one, trouble. I would say one golden piece of advice that you should mm -hmm. always keep in mind when you're traveling is Taiwan is you never want to do anything last minute. Yes. yes. Um, always. Um, I used to call that mm -hmm. when I lived in China, I used to call this the law of China, which mm -hmm. is whenever you want to do something, there are probably 10,000 other people who want to do the same thing <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Yes. So definitely. always assume always, you mm -hmm. should always plan everything ahead, whether that mean booking your car, booking the train, mm -hmm. Uh, booking, you know, where you're going to stay, you know, your bus, all these things, make sure you do that well ahead of time, because mm -hmm. especially around national holidays or uh, these, you know, local festivals, mm -hmm. um, the competition for, you know, whether it be uh, hot spots, you know, those rooms or tickets will go fast. Now that, that, you know, that's a great piece of advice, just because you got to imagine Taiwan not being a particular big place. Uh, let, you know, the, the mountain tourists, you got to pack it into the, the hotels or the sightseeing places without reservations in advance. Uh, you probably would not be going in there. at yeah. all. Yeah. So a, a lot of travel here is about planning ahead. Definitely. Um, definitely. Just to, I, I would say just to tie a knot on today's episode, mm -hmm. we just want to talk about three popular trails that you can check out around the Taroko Gorge. Um, mm -hmm. Jason, what's the first one? Well, the first one is the uh, Shankanden Trail. Uh, it's about 4.4 kilometers in length. Uh, mountains, you see rivers, rocks, and uh, there are even animals and some plants on the way. Uh, there's something for everybody, basically. And the second one would be the Cheng Cheng Trail. Uh, it has a temple along the way, and it's a famous landmark. It's something that uh, for people who want to see further architectural uh, marvels is uh, should definitely try to visit. And... Uh, the third one would be the Yangzi Ku Trail. Uh, that's something that is, uh, as we mentioned before, would involve a little bit more danger. So you kind of want to wear a helmet uh, to avoid. I mean, this is not something that's going to happen all the time. But for safety reasons, they would still recommend wearing a helmet. Yeah. So, I mean, I think um, if, you're, if you're not familiar with, uh, I mean, with just with Taiwan's geographical location, mm -hmm. uh, we do get earthquakes here. Oh, yeah. So that just lends, that just makes Taroko Gorge to make, you know, it can make it up just a bit more of a dangerous place depending on, on timing. So yes, it's a Yenziko trail is definitely, I would probably say for more intermediate to advanced hikers and climbers. Yeah. And one thing, uh, one interesting fact that uh, a piece of good advice that I would recommend for all visitors is that uh, bug spray. Uh, that's something that I didn't really pay much attention to when I first uh, visited the park. And, uh, you know, these, uh, these, these they call these, these little black mosquitoes. It's like uh, the technical term, I think it's like no see um, flies or something. When they sting, I mean, there's, you cannot see them. And when you, they sting, they itch like crazy. Yeah, and just in general, I would say other than the bugs, it's also, as we said, especially in the summer, it is really, really hot. I mean, oh, right yeah. now it is August in Taipei, and mm -hmm. we are feeling it. So yeah. actually there are places, uh, even at the convenience stores, where you can buy cooling wipes, Yeah, and they really make a huge difference. But I think for Turco Gorge, that's all we have for today, Jason, right? Uh, yes, and I think uh, the two key advices, one from Jamie, definitely plan in advance. And the second one for me, I would say bug spray. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's it for right. today, folks. Okay. Thank you. See you next time. See you next time.
Just you and me Summertime Get ready, we are so divine Blue water and yellow sand Let's live our dream Summertime Copyright by Ministry of Education.